Welcome to this Nutri-Ingredients podcast. I'm Nathan Gray. Vitamin D is rarely out of the headlines at the moment, with fresh coverage linking low levels of the sunshine vitamin to bad health. The problem is said to be greatest in very northern areas, where level of sunlight is low. Now a team of researchers based in Scotland have set out to explore the link in more depth using epidemiological data collected from the Isles of Orkney, just off the north coast of Scotland. I'm joined by Dr Ruth McQuillan from the University of Edinburgh, who is part of the team that will be performing the research. Ruth, what exactly are you going to be studying? We have a number of uh, big population biobanks. For this particular project, um, <clears throat> the, the biobank that we're using is called Orcades, which um, is the Orkney Cardiovascular Disease Study, which was established in 2005. Um, it was, it's primarily a genetic epidemiological um, resource, We've been researching the genetics of complex disease um, in Orkney, and through that we've been involved in the discovery of a lot of new genetic variants. But as I say, as well as that, this is a it's a, an epidemiological resource. So for this vitamin D work, we because we have um, plasma samples, frozen plasma samples from the, the the respondents in the study, and we have a lot of information on how much time they spent outside, what their their diets are, um, what dietary supplementation they take. Um, We can use that to measure the vitamin D and um, use it to to establish what the the vitamin D status is of people living in this population. Why is it important to perform this sort of research in populations like that found on Orkney? Because the the main source of vitamin D D is from sunlight, um, and it's, it's therefore possible that these very northerly populations um, are going to be particularly at risk of vitamin D deficiency because of the, the lack of sunlight for, for large parts of the year. Um, so that's why we, we really want to focus on, on this population. Um, there's also the added interest of um, the fact that there's very high rates of multiple sclerosis in Orkney and Shetland. We have a, a smaller uh, study um, which has been looking at the genetics of multiple sclerosis in Orkney and Shetland. Um, and those participants in that study are also, are also being um, involved in this vitamin D research because obviously there's, there's an interest there. Is, 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 is vitamin D something to do with these uh, high rates of multiple sclerosis? So we're hoping to, you know, we're going to bring those, that sample in as well. Is it really important to perform this research in very deficient populations when there's already so much evidence linking low status to ill health? The big question in vitamin D research is that there's been lots of um, observational studies which have shown that there's an association between various diseases and, and vitamin D deficiency. But there's not any evidence yet that that's a causal relationship. I mean, it, it doesn't necessarily mean that, that low vitamin D causes these diseases or anything to do with causing this, these diseases. It may be that um, vitamin D deficiency is simply a, a marker of ill health. So that's still the big question that remains unresolved. Although, as you say, there's no real evidence for a causal relationship currently, are there any suggestions of mechanisms or pathways that could link low vitamin D status to ill health? Certainly in um, the case of multiple sclerosis, um, vitamin D is uh, known to damp down the um, effects of the adaptive immune system, which are um, implicated in multiple sclerosis. And there have been a a couple of recent um, genetic findings which have um, 
shown that the that the genes that are involved in multiple two, two genes involved in multiple sclerosis are also um, involved in vitamin D. So there, you know, there are there are beginning to emerge. Um, there's beginning to emerge evidence of, of disease pathways, um, and I think the problem with actually nailing this down is that these kinds of diseases that we're talking about, they're, they're diseases that take a long time to, to develop, so you need to follow up people over a very long time. So it's not, it's not an easy thing to nail down. Um, I, I think that's why there are a lot of people who feel that, you know, we need to, to sort of take this seriously, even though we haven't got the trial evidence. So, some exciting new research coming our way soon from the team at the University of Edinburgh. To keep up to date with this research and all the latest science and industry news, visit our websites, NutriIngredients.com and NutriIngredientsUSA.com.